Welcome to the Makeover Your Mindset Podcast. I'm Cassie McKenzie. Think of me as your BFF for manifestation and high vibe mindset makeovers. It's my personal mission to turn your inspiration into action so you can be, do, and have everything you've ever dreamed of having in life. This podcast will focus a ton on creating fulfilling relationships with money, friends, and soulmates, and inspire you to have fun so you can live the most extraordinary life you've ever imagined. If you're ready to take to the next step, then you've come to the right place. Thanks again for joining me. Now let's begin. Hey, hey, hey. It's me, Cassie. I'm back with another episode. I have the most amazing guest for you today. I recorded this podcast episode with the Amanda Rose a little while ago, and I can't wait to release it to you. We talk all about so many tips, tricks, and thoughts around manifestation, how to design your dream life, what it, how to really get the law of attraction, a law of attraction to work for you. And if you guys don't know Amanda Rose, she is an author, a wealth mindset and business coach. She does motivational speaking. She creates online courses and she's also an actor. So with that being said, get ready for a lot of mindset and manifesting goodness that's coming your way. And let me know what you think of this episode. If you like it a lot, I'd love for you to screenshot the episode and share it on social media. You can tag me at Make Over Your Mindset. And I love, love, love to hear about how you guys, um, you know, are thinking about the podcast, what we can add. Feel free to send me, um, you know, any topics that you'd like us to talk about in particular. I'd really love that. So with that being said, here comes Amanda. You all have a wonderful day. Just by all means, be happy, have a wonderful day, and I look forward to hearing what you think about my conversation with Amanda. Bye. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Makeover Your Mindset podcast. Oh my God, I have a very special guest today. I think you're going to love our topic, of course mindset and manifesting everyone (laughs) but i have amanda rose she is a multi-published author a wealth of mindset and business coach a motivational speaker online course creator and an actor oh my gosh this is amazing i love it already welcome amanda ah thank you it's so much fun to be here and yeah definitely my favorite topics too (laughs) me too me too I know. Like, how did you get started doing all of this? Oh, quick, quick version. Right. Yeah. Um, definitely. It was kind of interesting because growing up, my parents were new age hippie, I guess you would call them. Ooh. So like crystals and astrology and tarot, like we're just normal. Like, yeah. I just thought everybody did it. It was, like, very shocking when I got into, like, school and people were like, what are you talking about? You meditate. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess I'm weird. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's so awesome. It was, yeah, it was, it was really neat to be brought up in that, I, I guess, with the openness of exploration and spirituality and mm-hmm. in that kind of environment. Um, but, like, most people, I think, 
definitely like teen years, getting into early adulthood, it was like, okay, get, get my real responsibility on here. And so a lot of that stuff kind of fell away from me. Okay. And it took me two years of struggle to get back into it. And uh, definitely the universe like slapping me in the face going, you need to get personal development and the spirituality stuff back in your life. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like I grew up, I'm the daughter of two teachers and we went to like the Methodist service every weekend, you know, and then I wasn't allowed to like watch TV after eight, no MTV. I would like hide out and say I was cleaning my mom's bathroom on a Saturday morning, watch like the top 20 on MTV, like really quietly. <laughs> So not quite flash dance or whatever that movie was, but like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. It's, it's sometimes that kind of hiding things behind closed doors. And, and my husband had very much a similar experience growing up uh, where yeah. it was a very, like strict Christian household, like, you know, no going to your, your friend's house on Saturday night because we got to go to church in the morning and that kind of yeah. thing. So I, I've definitely heard a lot of that kind of thing from him. And it was so polar opposite from my upbringing, which was like, just explore life's exploration. And it was very different from, from most people in that respect. But I think we all have that kind of path where we, we figure things out. It's like that old show that was on Dharma and Greg, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> that sort of reminds me of, that's awesome. Oh, cool. Well, that is really neat. So how did you, um, like now you tell me more about being an author. I'm like really um, fascinated by that. And like, I know I've, I've seen some of, you know, the manifestation books and things, but like, how'd you get started and where's that evolving to? Oh, good question. Um, well, writing's kind of just always been something I really enjoyed. Um, so I actually wrote my first book when I was 16, um, mm -hmm. but it, I didn't do anything with it. It just sat on a folder on my computer year after year causing me grief because it wasn't going anywhere <laughs> so yeah. kind of that like dream that was just kind of quashed for a really long time and um and it, it was definitely in that getting back into personal development myself that the books actually came into fruition and became part of my life and becoming published and all of that kind of thing so basically what had happened to me is early in adulthood like I went to school for acting for uh, film and television in college, which was so much fun. And then I graduated into the 2008 recession and there was no acting work in Canada because we always rely on U.S. companies for the major projects up here. And for the first time, the Canadian dollar was stronger. So our film industry oh. just, and yeah, it was, it was a rough <laughs> awakening yeah. going into the real world and being like, oh my God, like the career I prepped for, it's not here now. And, um, and because it was the recession, like, e even though I'd been an A student all my life, it was like, no, you can't even get a job flipping burgers. Like, you, there's no jobs to be had. So I was very fortunate. My parents floated me for a year. Mm -hmm. And then I got a job in door-to-door -door sales. Just mm -hmm. so not what I expected out of life. It was just like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, my God. Oh, so, yeah. It still Throw involves up. acting, but yeah, I know. <laughs> Twice. Yeah, that's exactly. It. Yeah. So yeah, it was definitely kind of like, oh, okay, this 
this is life, I guess, and, and kind of figuring it out. And uh, I spent several years going through different jobs and I actually got hired for a job that I loved where it was a sales job, but they only hired actors. And it was for that uh, company that used to do those old Ginzu knives. If you remember the yeah. cut through the yes. it was really cool. So they hired actors because we had to learn like 30 minute monologues to like do in-store presentations. And it was yeah. a lot of fun and I really loved it. Um, but like most jobs, we had this management change and then it was like, oh, it really sucks to work here. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that makes such a big difference too. Yeah. 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 And so it was, it was one of those times where I was like, okay, I'm tired of working in these jobs that aren't really fulfilling. It, I'm, I, I wanted to do something meaningful with my life. I wanted to change lives. I wanted to do something impactful. Mm-hmm. And so it was at that point where I quit and I didn't really have a plan. And I ended up joining an MLM, which mm-hmm. nobody knew what that was in 2013. It was like, mm, <laughs> it was kind yeah. of, but like, I didn't know what it was. But it was a company that I trusted and I've been a customer for for a long time. So I got started with that. And I was just convinced that there was like a strategy that successful people knew. I was just absolutely like, you couldn't talk me out of it. I'm like, millionaires have like a strategy and I'm going to figure it out. Like, it was just like, I was like a detective on the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I learned the strategy like that all the successful people use, but it was very slow growth. And it was like, okay, I can get customers and I can build my team, but it was so slow. And I kept hearing people, personal development, personal development. And I was like, no, no, I'm good. I grew up with that stuff. I know it. I was so yeah. resistant. It was just this big thing. And, uh, and the universe, of course, gets louder and louder until you can't ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened was my husband got fired from his job and I was like, oh my God, like I can't support our mortgage and our car payments and everything all by myself. Like, what am I going to do? And it was in that moment that it was like personal development mm-hmm. we need to do this. And I just, it was kind of that I knew it in my soul. So I dove into it. I learned everything about like money mindset, manifesting, how do you like invest, like everything money related and just kind of opened up to that. Yeah. And and so that was kind of our turning point. And we ended up manifesting six figures in six months. We moved. And that's when I was like, I have to pay this forward. Like, mm-hmm. people need to know about this. It was like my aha moment. So that's what got me into uh, coaching in that capacity. And then also, which led into the book. Yeah. So my very first book that I published was Manifesting on Purpose, was, which was actually my very first course on law of attraction, which I wanted to get out onto the mainstream and in a bigger capacity. So one thing led to the other. I know that was a really long story to get. Here. No, it's, I mean, it's like very relatable. So it was, yeah, it was, it was just such an interesting experience. So I kind of bunny hopped along and then I was like, oh, this is amazing. And, and then I got into publishing my other books and, and just got really inspired with it. So um, got about 11 full length books published right now and several workbooks as well and uh, working on some next projects because it's just Mm -hmm. something I so naturally do and the books for me they're they're kind of they're part of my coaching business but it's also part of my my mission to really help shift the way that we think and Mm -hmm. I know that like when I sat with it my real purpose here is to help in the shift that we're going through into the age of Aquarius and the new way of thinking and and coming into that new modality. So that's, that's definitely my bigger purpose is to help change more lives through, through the books, no matter what one they pick up, I want them to walk away with like this big mindset shift. 
Yeah. Oh, totally. I like, it's amazing once you start doing a lot of this work, how you notice the cycles that the people around you are in and yeah. how like, it's so frustrating that like complete strangers will listen to you and like, be like, you're, that's brilliant. You're right. But like the other people that are like, you know, really well that you're like, why don't you just try it this way? You know? Yeah. Good luck. It's like pushing a rope, but you know, they're the ones that you're like most passionate about. You're like, ah, I wish I could just, just shake you right now and tell you this is what you need to do. Right. So how do you handle that? Like that for me, I, I struggle with that still sometimes, but I also know that they are where they are and it's the place they're in. And if they want to sit and watch the news and then gossip about people all night, then I can try to change the subject. But what do you do? <laughs> yeah, I, I love that you brought that up because I think that's the most frustrating thing for anybody who's into personal growth. And um, it's not a straight cut answer. I mean, my, my, behind the scenes is always lead by example. Some people yeah. will follow, some won't. And I've gotten more and more comfortable with outgrowing people. And that's, it's such a hard thing to evolve out of a relationship. Yeah, It's weird. And, and I know for me, because I'm very empathetic, I can't be around somebody who's really negative. So I'll just pick it up. I'll start gossiping and I don't want to start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think it's a little bit about, you know, be the person you want to be and they're either going to see the light or they won't. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I try and encourage without being pushy. Like, you know, sometimes you can find like a really great book and you're like, yeah, <laughs> you know, here, yeah. here you know? try that. I ordered you something on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes you can kind of squeak it in there somehow. Yeah. No, like Gabby Bernstein needs to like give me an affiliate credit or something like that because I, I've like given so many people. I'm like, this one looks great. Oh, how about this one? The Judgment Doc Detox. That sounds amazing. <laughs> oh gosh, I know, I know what you mean. It it really is one of those kind of feelings where it's like, mm, how, yeah. can I, how can I? not sneakily but like you know gently and I, I kind of get it at the same time because it's sometimes it's hard to listen to somebody who you know if you've known each other for a really long time let's say since college or something and it's like you know I've seen you pound 12 beers and then wear your underwear as a hat I can't take you seriously and you know yeah <laughs> so it's like I get it. me right yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying we necessarily did those crazy things, but yeah, I, I get it where like friends and family, sometimes it's easier for them to listen to a stranger. So sometimes yeah. it's easier to pass them on to somebody who we know and trust and love who they don't know. Right, true. Yeah, like, because um, I know like a lot of the listeners, I I get the question a lot about, you know, especially when people are new with personal development and with manifestation. And once you learn how much impact your thoughts have on your reality that gets manifested and people get like really tripped up about and you are like kind of freaked out about how they're being so conscious of their thoughts and they're you know going down this path that they can see the light and then they live with someone who's basically like a black cloud you know what i mean or they're there's people that they can't just outgrow because they're, you know, family or maybe their husband or their boyfriend or whatever. And that's what I say is like, you can only do yourself. Like you can't put 
You can't force them to think one certain way or another, but you've got to do your best to put your big pink shield up if that's what it needs to be. But also like even on top of that, like, is there any other advice that you give? Cause I know that's been coming up a lot around me. Yeah. And I know what you mean because I get the question a lot too. And I think, I think especially when we're new to it, it's scary because yeah. um, I think we get really set in our routines with certain relationships or like you say, like you, you can't just go like, okay, bye, I'm going to take a new family. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't necessarily work that way, but I think boundaries are really important. Um, like you say, like the, the shield, but also like time boundaries, because we do have the ability to set how much time we spend with certain people. And mm -hmm. for me, that was really helpful because the, the thing that I, I was like, no. <laughs> and at first when I heard the, the rule of um, the five people you spend the most time with, um, you're the sum of those five. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, mm -mm, there is no, no, I was like so attitude-y about it. I was like, no, that's not, there's no way I'm in, I'm not influenceable. Like I was just, so, <laughs> I don't know. I thought I was cool. Um, but, uh, but then I really sat down and I did the exercise and especially the one where you like add up everybody's income and then divide it. And then you're like, oh, oh crap. Yeah. Right. Totally. <laughs> oh, it's real. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was like, okay, this is accurate. But what I realized is I didn't have to go and make breakup letters where I was like, you're not growing as much as I'd like. So yeah. I, like, you know, you don't right. have to do that, but it's who you're spending the most time with. So it's not like you can't see those people, but sometimes yeah. you'll limit it. And I find eventually it gets to the point where I don't even have something to talk about because I'm so different after a certain amount of time. If somebody's not growing and I am, and that's yeah. not an easy thing to come to terms with, but I think the most important thing we recognize is when we grow, we do attract the right people who yeah. are growing, who are on that level so that we we find those energetic matches and, and that's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Like I heard someone say recently about how like you attract who you are, not who you want to be. So you yeah. have to like be that person that you, like you can't expect to, you know, be the sum of those five people who are, you know, not really going where you want to go. I mean, maybe they're happy being wherever they are, but it's not where you want to be and you're not happy. So you can't, just stay there and say, oh, I'm going to be a millionaire and have a successful business and still take advice from you guys, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like you've got to surround and like invest in like next level yourself first so that the rest can follow, right? Is that what yeah. you found too? Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's, it's hard because it's easy to get weighed down in that energy or start to feel we tend to pick up the opinions of the people we're around. And I know if we're around complainers, mm -hmm. it's like, oh my gosh, like talk about right. an energy bog. And uh, it, uh, what I really like is a lot of the uh, statements that uh, T. Harbecker has in Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. He's like, he's my favorite. For I money. love him. He's so funny. He's Canadian too. Oh yeah. Well, a lot of you guys are like killing it, right? Jeez. <laughs> I swear, it's like every every day somebody new on Facebook's like, oh my god, I made like thirty thousand dollars this month. And I'm like, oh, Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> and a part of the secret is your dollars worth more, and most of our customers are American. <laughs> right, or or your or your name's Amanda, right? It's like. <laughs> 
Oh, it is funny though. I've actually noticed that though, because a lot of the people who I didn't know where they were from recently, I've been like, oh, you're Canadian too. Cool. Like, <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Like there's so many, like so many, it's, but unless it's just those, you know, unless like my subconscious brain is just, you know, zeroed in on that. Cause that's what I'm like around so much now. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, and again, it's the energy matches. So yeah, yeah. Interesting way that happens. Um, oh, but to go back to what I want. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah with, with Ecker, um, it, the one thing that I really liked in the book is he said, complaining makes you a living, breathing crap magnet. And yeah. I was like, yes, because it really does. It's that bogging down. And I know anytime I've spent time with friends who especially have really negative money mindset, it's like walking away after being with them for a few hours. It's like, money's awful, money's crappy, there's never enough, rich yeah. people assholes like sorry if I couldn't swear <laughs> but, you know. oh, yeah. no oh no 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 it's totally okay. yeah I know or you start to get well maybe 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 it is going to be hard to pay off their debt you know you're like wait whoa 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 you you know I feel like I have to go take a bath later to like the saging like myself be like no <laughs> get your mind straight Cassie that's not true <laughs> and I think that's like the susceptibility of energy too which mm -hmm. I think is the heart of it you know yeah it's thoughts and yes all that matters but it, at the core of it it's all energy so we're picking up and attracting and repelling and all of that so we want to make sure we're on that frequency where we're really attracting what we want and the conversations we want and the lifestyle we want and right that does take making sure we're finding things that bring us that kind of joy yeah totally yeah absolutely yeah even like in a shitty situation finding just the couple things that you could like I got a root canal yesterday but I'm like oh my doctor huh they're pretty nice <laughs> you know like like I could be staring at like two really really old people that have a lot of nose hair instead I'm talking like staring at somebody who looks like he played football in college and is probably 10 years younger than me <laughs> I'm like not gonna complain about that one <laughs> like perspective matters it really does yeah totally yeah well what are your biggest like your most favorite manifestation hacks I always like to ask that question see yeah I, I love that question because I think it's uh, I think it's an important thing to know like how do you do it and why is it important and, and I think the mechanics behind it are my favorite thing to talk about because I feel like that's the not talked about thing like I talk to people all the time who are like I've read the secret but like I'm still confused or, that was me the first time for sure I was like well, where's the secret? I'm on like the third CD and I still haven't said the secret. I'd like drive around in Palm Springs and San Diego and my sales job. Like I'd really like to know the secret because my boss is a bitch on wheels and I'd really like to be in a better situation. <laughs> yes, yeah. And like, I, I'm definitely not poo-pooing it because I really love the fact that they brought the law of attraction to light. Right. It's it, it brought up so many more questions than it answered. It was like, okay, now I know something exists that's bigger than me, but what the hell do I do about it? Like, yeah. Uh. Yeah. and so for me, that was a really big focus that I wanted to have is like how it works, why it works and, and why, if you feel like you're not manifesting, cause that's the number one thing I hear from people is I can't manifest. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're manifesting 24 seven since you were born. <laughs> right. 
how you're manifesting and that's the problem. So um, my biggest thing is understanding that it's your subconscious mind that manifests, not your conscious mind. So it's easy for us all to go like, you know, do you want a million bucks? Uh, yeah, but deep down we could have this like whole like horrible like no no money's bad like money money's scary money's uncomfortable I wouldn't know how to manage it like right yeah absolutely that's what my live stream later is about um that duality or the duplicity you know of I really want to have you know a hundred thousand dollars a year but the thought of actually having that scares the shit out of me like I wouldn't even know what to do with it and you're like okay, well, that is really, really great that you've uncovered that, right? Because it's, that's what's holding you back. Like if you can move through that, then you can start to attract so much other stuff, right? But yeah. I cut you off. I'm sorry. I was agreeing. Well, that's, we're on the same wavelength. And I love that because it's not something I hear a lot of other people talk about. And I think it's the thing we pretty much need to focus on. I mean, everybody can talk about make a gratitude list and, and visualization, right. and, and those are important tools, but they don't yeah. work if subconsciously we've got that block. So right. the important thing is uncovering what's going on under there and mm -hmm. uh, really understanding that like between when we're born and about age eight, we're, we're just a sponge for mm -hmm. everything that comes up. And that's how we form our opinions of the world because we're, we're just born this blank slate and, and I always tell people, I mean, it's not like we come out of the womb going, money is the root of all evil. Like, right. we, yeah. <laughs> Republicans are bad. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Like, it's just like, we're, we're born, you know, and I love kids because they get out and they're like, oh, stars, oh, bugs, oh, grass, like everything's yeah. amazing and everything's this experience. And it's, it's through, you know, kind of society and parents and religious leaders and entertainment, all these things that make us form actual opinions rather than us really formulating our own. And so if we can realize, okay, well, what did I pick up about yeah. the subjects that I'm struggling with, whether it's your relationship or your finances and go, okay, what happened mm -hmm. when I was growing up? Like what, what did I see around money? What did I experience? Uh, what did people say? Like if, if we can go back and kind of figure out what that puzzle looks like, then we can go, oh, okay, well, when I was a kid, my parents were always fighting about money and it made me feel scared. So develop this belief that money is scary. Well, and if money's scary, you don't want anything scary around you. You want to be safe and you want to be loved. So that's always going to override the conscious desire to have more money, even though as an adult, we're like, we know it would be beneficial to have more money, but if we're like, money's scary, we'll get rid of it. Yeah. So how do you help that person with that? Like to rewire them, right? So how do you, what's your next step then for them? Um, what I do is I take them through a process where we basically, we, we go through all the major life areas and go, okay, rate it from one to 10, like one being it's the absolute worst, 10 being it, it couldn't possibly be better and, and rate like your love life, your family, your career, finance, everything. Yeah. And anything that's less than a nine, we really dig into because everything has the potential to just be blooming at its best. So we go through and we go, okay, what were the main things that you heard as a kid? So we go through, okay, well, my parents were regularly saying money doesn't grow on trees. So we, you know, we take note of everything that we kind of went through. And then we figure out if there were any experiences that really stuck in there. And then we go and examine, is this an absolute truth? or just my truth. Mm -hmm. And that's how we can kind of disassociate for the brain. 
so that we don't have this stuck thing as no, this is the way things are. It's like, wait a minute. No, it's not. So let's say, for example, they, you know, uh, money turns good people into bad people, something like that. Then we'd go and look for proof that that's not always true. So we'd go and look for people who are doing good things in the world with money, people who are maybe running charities or donating or doing really amazing things in the world to disprove the belief that they'd grown up with. And that allows them to kind of release that and go, you know what, it's not actually true. I don't want to believe this anymore. And then we implant a new belief, which is usually the positive opposite, which is, you know, money allows good people to do good things, something like that. So it's kind of just flipping it. And then that's where affirmations I find are the most helpful is when we're trying to reaffirm those new belief systems. So that's that's kind of the basics of how I get things going so that we can get rid of that programming that's just not working for us. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I um, I I remember reading somewhere in like the first chapter of Millionaire Mind and he was talking about like if you if you if you witness you know having a lot of money and then it would all go away you know like I guess I can't remember if that was him or someone else but it was basically like if you had a lot of money and then all of a sudden it was like a struggle or like there would be a big amount of money then it would all go away then um, that's what's going to perpetuate and I was like Oh my God. <laughs> totally. Like, I didn't even realize, but yeah. Cause I was like, my, I mean, besides my young, young life, like my dad actually went to jail. He was like involved in may or may not allegedly <laughs> some 1970s, good old fashioned, wacky tobacco, <laughs> like marijuana, like trafficking or something. I don't know. But he was caught on tax evasion, right? So like it cost a lot of money for us to like get, I just remember the IRS was like a big topic when I was about four. And it's scary. Yeah, and that um, they, you know, like had to write a whole lot of checks to the IRS and then they got divorced and that was really expensive and my mom married a teacher and then they'd make money of, you know, you get your paycheck at the beginning of the month and then you, you're you paid once a month, right? So then by the end of the month, it's all gone and then you get your check, right? So then like growing up for me, I made a lot of money when I was like in my 20s as a pharma rep, but then I had a big expensive divorce and I lost a lot of money. <laughs> and then, you know, like there was, there's all these patterns where that's, you know, definitely come true. But also the one thing is, I always, I've got this other belief that like, just when I need it, the universe kicks in and always takes care of it. So like, as soon as I just like surrender and say, well, it'll all get taken care of. It always does. Then it's like, boom, job offer, booms, clients, boom, here, this, that, the other, like, here's a bonus for you. And I'm like, oh, okay, sure. See, it always works out. And I like that you brought that up because we can have those positive supportive beliefs too. It's kind of like, what did the brain decide to hold on to? And I think that's interesting too, because sometimes people are like, well, I didn't have any trauma in my childhood. And it's like, you you didn't necessarily have to have trauma to have negative associations. And you might have positive ones that support you and you want to keep those ones going. But it's kind of going, if if your life isn't everything you want it to be, there's room for change. And and the other thing that's interesting, because you said like going into your 20s, because um, our prefrontal cortex doesn't finish developing until we're 25. Like right. it's crazy. 
So it's all of those, like the first work experiences, the first love experiences that can leave us with that impression of this is the way things are because that's the brain is still absorbing how it's associating in the world. Mm -hmm. And what I really like is that we can trick our brain with associations because our brain loves to clump information. So Mm -hmm. like if I say peanut butter, most people are going to go jelly because association, we've got a neural association. So we can start to associate things in a different way. So like seeing money is a positive thing. So money being freedom and and having that meaning clumped together can be very helpful in moving forward. So just little hacks like that are just so powerful. Yeah, it's, it's, it sure is. Cause like it's, I try to tell people, the subconscious brain is like a dog, right? You just need to give it the right bone to chase after. <laughs> you really do. And like an analogy, right? But it's so true. It's like, it's going to go after it. Like maybe take the ball that's got slobber all over it and is not useful anymore and give it a new toy. <laughs> How about that? So just make sure it's a very strong toy that can last a long time. <laughs> I love that. That's so good. It's it's and it's so true. Like the it just loves to mull things over in its little world up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like you really do need to lead yourself through these exercises and through life and stop giving all of your power away to old situations that happened that you weren't even, you know, you were just witness to with no control over or say as to what happened, right? Yeah, and and that's such a good thing to bring up too, because it's like, basically most of us are making our financial decisions with the understanding of a seven-year-old. Like, do we really want to be doing that? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or even like a four-year-old, like, okay, I'll get Coca-Cola if I go pee in the toilet. Yes, you will. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing potty training with our three-year-old. Like the only thing. We bribed him with you name it, like whatever. And he's like, nope. I was like, if if I have to stop buying diapers for you, I will go and get you a toy every time we have to go get them for your sister. Nope. How about Coca-Cola. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, (laughs) we never even had it in the house until then. Now it's like just a little bit here and there. My goodness. So, but yeah, our brains are just like that. We need to potty train them differently. (laughs) Potty train your subconscious. (laughs) Right? Yeah. That's the new course coming out in the new year. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Flush it all down. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Yeah, potty train your brain for wealth. I love it. (laughs) That'll work. (laughs) Well, oh my gosh. Well, this has been so much fun. Can you tell everybody where to find you? And I have the information in the show notes too, but like, what are you working on now? Would you, you know, want to let everybody know about? And um, yeah. Yeah, um, a few really exciting things right now. Um, I'm actually doing a summit for New Year's with some really amazing coaches. Um, So it's the 2020 Year of You Summit. And I wanted to do something that wasn't resolutions, we're doing commitments, and but also with the tools to make it happen. So it's going to be a really exciting uh, kind of training seminar to make sure you kickstart your business and and mindset and all that good stuff for the New Year. Mm -hmm. So 
that would be really exciting. And uh, and then early in the new year, I've got um, the Alchemy of Manifestation coming out, which is a four-week course to completely reprogram your mind from your subconscious to how do you actually do manifestation practices. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I have uh, Infinite Abundance coming out, which is a three-week course all about wealth and how do you do it mindset-wise? How do you invest and have wealth strategy? And then how do you apply that so that it actually works for you? So I'm really excited for this. Yeah, I love it. All my favorite topics. <laughs> well, Amanda, thank you so much. And everybody, go follow Amanda. You can find her on Instagram and at, um, yeah, Amanda Rose Author same as on Facebook. And so go follow her so you can double train your subconscious brain on money and wealth too. Body <laughs> train the brain. Body <laughs> train your brain. That's right. <laughs> I love it. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much. Um, yeah, we will definitely be having to have you back on again. And because I know you've got your retreat coming next year so we'll be definitely in touch and yeah she's doing hers in canada no now niagara like canada area right okay cool so awesome well thank you so much and we will be back again next week for another episode bye thank you so much for choosing to push play on another episode of the makeover your mindset podcast if you absolutely loved today's episode, please take a minute to screenshot the episode, put it on Instagram, tag me, and let me know what's working for you. I absolutely love hearing from each and every one of you, and I love being able to bring this podcast to you on a weekly basis. Also, please take a minute if you're loving the podcast and leave a rating and a review. I absolutely love each and every review that's been put on iTunes. Uh, they help us reach more people, help more people find out about the Makeover Your Mindset podcast, and keep the good stuff coming to you. Thanks again so much. I love you all and I look forward to meeting here again next week.